Hello and welcome to another thrilling edition of A Proper Education. My name is Dave and I am joined, as always, by the handsome and fine fellows from Star Wars in Character. It's Matt, Tim, and Chris. Hello, guys. Hello. 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 Tim always does like a little sing songy thing. <laughs> I want to do the. Well, yeah. I want to do the Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> well, if you haven't listened to this show, uh, what it is is a trivia show, and I am honored to be the trivia meister at the Proper Brewing Company in Quakertown, Pennsylvania, where I do trivia every Wednesday at seven o'clock, and we're back live doing it outside and it's been a lot of fun and what i do is i take my old questions and i foist them upon these guys actually i I, uh, I gotta chart your the the rate of your adjectives because it's like i am blessed we never said blessed but i'm lucky to be and i'm fortunate enough to be i'm honored pretty soon you'll be like i have to be every wednesday doing (laughs) this thing i am required to be there (laughs) court order Actually, I will tell you guys this. I was just over there uh, a few a few minutes before we recorded, and uh, I no one knows this. This is breaking news. I finally, after four and a half years, had a beer. Have a have a beer named after. Oh, I totally fucking destroyed that lead in. I am so sorry, Dave. (laughs) It's okay. What's it called? So guess it it it's just called hazy dave it's a hazy ipa uh, those, those, i didn't even try the, the fox dave the fox be- hunt if i named the beer after you it would be called dave beer <laughs> <laughs> i like how you uh at hazy dave but dave well, beer. i figure i gotta either i'm gonna try to top it or try to get under that and under it was more of a challenge so i yeah. think i i think i nailed it under just, it. I would, yeah and don't don't even put you, you know it's beer just call it like david <laughs> I'm going to make a beer just called beer and put a picture of Ricolet on the front. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That would actually be fantastic. Pour, pour this in your face. <laughs> and swallow it. <laughs> but we've done several editions of this and people seem to like to play along with the guys. It's all entertainment, pop culture based uh trivia there's four rounds including a music round which what? everyone hates music but tim <laughs> <laughs> i want all enigma and all the time we ended up with the lightning round and Ooh. i've written a special one for you guys just for this show so the way we start every show is by choosing the order okay and i'm gonna hit you with a little bit of sports right off the bat i know you're happy about that <clears throat> how many Bring phillies it. got tested for positive for covid and shitty shitty florida <laughs> no, because I know you know that already. Yeah. What I want you to do is I want you to add together the two numbers that Michael Jordan wore in his basketball, his NBA career. Closest oh, to that dude. number will go first. So Jesus. his original number plus the number that he wore towards the end of his uh, career. Add those together. And when you're ready with your number, we're going to choose our order. Okay. Sounds like Matt's ready. I'm just going to guess a number, so I'm ready. Sounds like Chris is ready. Tim, are you ready? I, I think so. I, I can't remember what the second number was. Me neither. Okay. Oh. You can go last. We'll we'll save you for last. Matt, what's your number? 66. All right. Chris, what's yours? 67. <laughs> Tim, what's yours? 69, dude. <laughs> All right. 
The number actually is 68. Oh, wow. Uh oh. Because Uh-oh. he was 23 and then he was 45. So, oh, geez, uh, well, let me let me tell you how fucking wrong my answer really is because I thought he was 42 and I'm like, I don't know what the other number is. So I'll just swap them and say 24. <laughs> I just said one more than Matt because I have no five. <laughs> well, Chris and Tim, you actually are both equally apart. So we have to do another. Oh, uh, another thing. Uh, let's see. Um, we'll just pick a number between how about. 70 and 100. I got, I got, uh, okay. Uh, yep. Chris, what's your number? 88. Tim, what's your number? 85. The number was 73, which means Tim, you are first, followed by Chris. Oh, ah, wait, is that good? Music? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That means I'm I'm not before you, Chris, so you're you're, you're in trouble. I like how you're already strategizing. The order is Tim, then Chris, then Matt. Then Matt. And then there's Matt. (laughs) And Tim, we will start with you. The category is TV. The episode My Musical of this TV show took real-life cases of patients with aneurysms hearing only in music and turned it into an all-musical episode which earned five Emmy Award nominations. Name the show. Scrubs. Scrubs is correct. And Tim's on the board. Ding, 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 ding. Total guess. Because I knew it was in the ER. (laughs) John McGinley. (laughs) Yeah. How would that be? I would see an ER musical. (laughs) George Clooney singing. I would see Eric LaSalle sing. Just let your soul glow. glow. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Chris? Yes. It is your turn. Category is celebrities. Ooh, I know some. In 2001, this two-time Academy Award winning actress, uh, excuse me, Academy Award nominated actress was charged with felony grand theft when she was caught stealing more than $5,500 worth of goods from blank. For two points, I want you to name the actress and name the store. Winona Ryder. That's a point. Yeah, the store is like the rich, the fucking rich store. Woolworths. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the dollar. dollar it's, it's the Dollar Tree. You should see Tim there every Thursday. <laughs> um, what's that store like? Sotheby's? Is that a, is that? Am I saying it right? Sotheby's. That, that one, yeah. Is that your answer? That's that's my answer. That is incorrect. Sotheby's, okay. the auction house, incorrect. Oof. Moving on to Matt, you can still point if you can name that swanky store. Um, okay. Um, I'll say Sex Fifth Avenue because I don't know. I just know that's supposedly swanky. Sex Fifth Avenue is swanky and it is correct. No! Nice job. Done. Got a point. All right, Matt, it's still your turn. Oh, shit. Category is movies. <laughs> movies. What is Marcellus Wallace's briefcase combination in 1994's oh, Pulp Fiction? Wow. That's a damn good question that I don't know the answer to. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> it's it's got to mean something, and it's probably way more serious than this, but I'm just going to say 420 for lack of any other guess. 420 is incorrect. Moving on to Tim, what is Marcellus Wallace's briefcase combination in 1994's Pulp Fiction? 
Say uh, I'm just gonna say seven seven seven. Seven seven seven. Also incorrect, Chris. You can steal a point if you know that combination. I am stealing this, Tim. You were a hundred and eleven numbers off. Oh, <laughs> it is. I was. That was in my head. It is what I worship every Sunday night. <laughs> Satan six six six. Satan. <laughs> Satan. Six 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 is correct. Well done, Chris. Uh, Thank you. Back, back to Tim. Music. Uh, <laughs> say anything. Music. <laughs> what 2019 Grammy Award winner's real name is Belcalis Marlenis Almanzar? Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Is incorrect. Chris, you can steal this. What Grammy <laughs> Award winner's real name is Belcalis Marlenis Almanzar? I don't know. I'm going to say it is Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Matt, what 2019 Grammy Award winner's real name is Belcalis Marlenis Almanzar. I wish it was Maria Conchita Alonso because it'd be ironic that she saved no time with her stage name, but she's not a singer. <laughs> I'm going to say Saya or Sia. Sia. <laughs> you guys can all say Sia to that point because the uh. answer is Cardi B. Mm. Mm. Tim gets mad whenever it's any music. <laughs> After 1987. And Matt, Matt and Chris are happy it's fucking over. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, music music ended with uh, the release of um, Night Songs by, by Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, back yeah. to you. Category right. is sports. I know everything about sports. Go. What Hall of Fame quarterback has thrown the most interceptions for a career in NFL history? Hmm. Hold on. I know this. I think it is <laughs> Joe Namath. Idea. Joe Namath is he? Joe, Joe Namath is at least a quarterback. <laughs> is he? I almost want to give you a point, but I'm not I will going to take that point. You're not getting one, Matt. Who holds the record for interceptions in a career thrown by a quarterback in NFL history? What's really frustrating about this is that I'm 99.9% sure we had this question, and I don't have a fucking clue what the answer is, even with that <laughs> piece of information. <laughs> That's so, funny. So I'm going to say um, fake. Ran- no, wait. Was, who was the fake? Uh, not, it wasn't Randall Cunningham. It was the other guy. Uh, Donovan McNabb. <laughs> yeah, fake Donovan McNabb. Eldon from the Cosby Show, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm loving it. Ooh. Who, la- who later played Tiger Woods slash <laughs> yeah, right, Don yeah. Cheadle. <laughs> that is incorrect. Tim, who is the most thrown interceptions in NFL history by a, cur- by a quarterback? Is it Huey Long? It's not Huey Long. The answer is Brett Favre. Oh, oh my God. You know what? And I had that in my head because I was like, who's the, who's the guy from that from uh, something about Marius? Oh, it was Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> But then I thought I thought but then I thought Huey Long was funnier. <laughs> Matt, you're gonna love this. Your category is TV. I love it. 
and it's one of your all-time favorite shows. An episode of Friends <laughs> fuck, has been banned from regular airplay in Britain. Good. Because in That's it... That's my answer. <laughs> His answer is good. good. <laughs> <laughs> has been banned from regular airplay in Britain because in it, Joey and Chandler receive free what? Oh, what I've seen, I know this episode. Uh, porn, uh, unscrambled pornography. Final answer? Yes. Matt got a friend's question right. Why does he I go went into the bank and Taylor didn't take her clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the friend shit, he knew it was about the porn one. Well, come on. Like that's rich coming from you. But the, the funny thing is, is is that means absolutely nothing to people today. Like kids today don't know This is true, the, you're right. How like, hard it was to find porn. Yeah, like like porn is like hot and hot and cold. You know, it's on it's on tap. But <laughs> back then, you know, a and also with cable, like cable, you you would you could sometimes get the audio and just see like scrambled pictures. Like you would sit and watch like Back to the Future on a scrambled HBO uh, channel. I used to actually leave this. Yeah, the scrambled channels on because you could hear the sound clear as day. So you, it's like you could you could hear the sound, and every once in a while the screen would would yeah. Get like have a nipple, nor- <laughs> semi normal, semi normal, but it would it would just be like reverse colors, like negative colors. <laughs> so you could watch like yeah, the Muppets Take Manhattan for like you know for like ten minutes, and then it would get squiggly again. But it was like that with like the Playboy Channel and you know Spice, the Spice Network. But you could hear it. Yeah, yeah. The sound the was ne- yeah. The sound was never scrambled. No. It was like full on sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could get, but like nowadays, like. People, people, younger people have no idea what that was like. Like, because when you turn to, when you turn to, a, uh, <laughs> when you turn to a station and it doesn't come in, it just something comes up and says, you know, that station is doesn't work or whatever. I am very surprised and disappointed, but anxious to reserve this for myself that no one owns the domain hot and cold running porn, like Tim was saying. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and buy that right now and then sell it to the highest bidder when they when they <laughs> finally wise up. Which will be Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That was Matt's turn. So we're over to Tim and your category is celebrities. In 1975, this musician jumped the gate at Graceland to try and meet Elvis Presley. Elvis was not home. He was in Las Vegas. Name that musician. The night before he did this, he played a show <laughs> at the Grand Ole Opry house. So I do know this. Yeah, he played he played a show at the Grand Ole Opry House, which was attached to a amusement park at the time. That would be Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is correct. Tim knows more about it than I do. How well, awesome would it would have been if it was Viva La Bam? Because they could have went Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, I know his name is Viva La Bam, but I don't care. Chris, your category is movies. Oh, okay. What 2018 movie features no lines of spoken dialogue until the 38th minute of the film? I know this because it is a very quiet movie and it takes place in a certain area. Put it all together. <laughs> a quiet place area. A quiet place. <laughs> it took me till the second adjective to understand or, or, or noun to know what the hell it was. <laughs> that's well done when i when i did this one at trivia i think somebody knew that it was a quiet place but instead they wrote bird box oh 
Oops. I, I almost wanted to give them the point because I know they didn't nope. mean bird box. I know they meant life is hard. Got to learn. Is, is that as bad as someone saying Paul Reiser for um, Paul Rudd? <laughs> Should I tell that story? I go, go ahead. Cause when I tell it, I get angry. <laughs> so Chris came to one of my trivias and the first round is all pictures and uh, you know, which I can't obviously do here. So I just took uh, celebrity pictures and I drew masks on them like corona masks um, oh, okay because yeah. it was it was our first week back and these are celebrities you know in quarantine yeah and corona is a thing to make light of i get it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry matt that you live in florida exactly <laughs> so uh chris and his family did very well they only got one wrong yeah the one no. that they got wrong was clearly a picture of paul rudd clearly but they wrote Paul Reiser. That's not great. they, Kelly. Oh. Kelly wrote that. And, and I made fun of She just had Paul Reiser. She knew it was Paul Rudd. She knew it. But her hand just went, wrote Paul Reiser. I did the, <laughs> I did something similar. Me and my friend read a bar trivia and the um the question was I forget the exact wording, but is what was the parody of the the musical parody starring Carol Burnett about the princess that couldn't fall asleep on a vegetable or something and i knew because christy was in this the answer and i knew this till the day i die is once upon a mattress it's based on the story princess and the pea i grab that sheet like i'm hot shit and proceed to write princess and the pea and then hand it in and go fuck <laughs> knowing full well i put the wrong goddamn answer in <laughs> yep We've all well, been the, there. the funniest thing about it that because i had no idea i just talk shit on the mic all night and uh especially as i've had several beers last round's a little rough and uh i i kind of made fun of them a little bit well for the rest of the night all anytime anyone didn't know an answer well, the answer was paul riser <laughs> that's great <laughs> and people are shouting from we're outside now people are shouting from 50 yards away hey paul riser over to chris's team <laughs> yeah I, I was upset so chris starts on rocks up through windows <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got this right, Chris. I and did. that means it is Matt's turn. Right? Yay. Matt, your, your, your category is TV. Uh-huh. Who was the first woman to bear her belly button on a TV show? Was it Don Wells on Gilligan's Island, Barbara Eden on I Dream of Jeannie, or Cher on the Sonny and Cher comedy hour i believe it was barbara eden on i dream of genie because i think she talks about it every time they pull her out of whatever storage area they keep her in these days <laughs> <laughs> is she still alive yep she is yeah. she was on worst Christian in america like two years ago barbara eden is incorrect well, then she's been lying her she's 107 lying years <laughs> she's a lion whoa tim you got to guess it's down to either Don Wells on Gilligan's Island or Cher on the Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour. Hmm, I'm going to say gypsies, tramps, and thieves. I'm going to say <laughs> Cher. That sounded just like her. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. I was born in the trouble of a traveling show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are funny, and that is correct. Well oh, done, damn it. Hey. Good for her. Well done, She's Tim. Still doing it to right. this day. There's a musical musical belly button there. When they pull her out of storage, too. So my <laughs> joke stands. <laughs> Chris, this is Who's, the last question. Who's older? Cher or Barbara oh, Eden? I got the answer. 
Dave. Cher or Barbara Eden? I'm asking you, Dave. Think, this is what it feels no. like. Who's All older? Right, let's see. Cher Kendall's or Barbara return. Eden? They're probably about the same age, but I will say... I'll say Cher. <laughs> Wrong! You're so <laughs> stupid, Dave! Cher is 74, or so she claims, and Barbara uh-huh. Eden is 88. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara but Eden I'm, is as old as Ian Holm was when he died this morning. Well, thou, thou shalt not pass. Oh, wait, he did oh, pass. Oh, ouch. And I laughed. We should dedicate this episode to Sir Ian Holm. And I dedicate this show to singing Ian Holmes. <laughs> Tim, it's your turn. Actually, we have two more questions in this round, but it is your turn. Category is movies for a maximum of five points. Oh, the folks over at moviesformen.com have tabulated the most on screen kills for an action star in a motion picture. For a maximum of five points, name the top five. You'll get a point for each correct answer. Now, I'm going to give you a hint. I don't often give hints, but I'm giving you one here. One of these is an international film star. And one of these is a woman. Okay. So you've got five guesses. Uma. That that is incorrect. Uh, I would have guessed that too. Yeah. Do I still get four guesses? Yep. Four guesses. Uh, We'll say Jet Li. Jet Li is number two. Wow. Well done, Tim. Uh, We'll say Stallone. Sly Stallone. Stallone is number five. Well done, Tim. Nice. Um, on screen kills. And Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. Incorrect. You have one guess left. Maybe if it's on Steven screen Se- dance moves that kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say. I'll say Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal also incorrect. So Chris, there are. Three left. He wants to kill like Uma. I know. I'm surprised. If you have Sly, you gotta have a B- Arnold. That's one of my guesses. Arnold is number four. Ooh. And that's a point. You have two more guesses. And you said one's one's a woman? Mm-hmm. And Tim said Uma Thurman. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm thinking I'm, I might know who that woman is. If no one gets it, come back to me at the end for no points. Um, I don't know. A woman. Sigourney Weaver. That is incorrect. You have one more guess. One more guess of action to the kills. I will say it is Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) Ernest Ernest of like Ernest goes to camp. Correct. Yes. You know what I mean, Vern? Ernest? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that that's incorrect. And uh, <laughs> no, no. That's Matt, shocking. you have two shots at this to steal two points. There, okay. So there's one guy left, right? There's one okay, guy and the woman no is still idea left. who the woman could be. So I'm going to go for the guy. I, I've never seen these movies, but I understand they're pretty violent. I'm going to guess Kenna Reeves just for the John Wick series. You've never seen John Wick, man? No, I'd like to, but I haven't. Oh, they're great. 
Leave now. Watch him come back. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. As great as those movies are, that yeah. is not right. So you okay. only have one more guess. So you said all the big ones except Bruce Willis, but he doesn't kill that many people. But I don't have another answer, and I don't want to keep us all night, so I'll say Bruce Willis. That is also incorrect. Yeah, damn it. I have no idea what the um, woman is. That I'm most interested in. I thought Tim it was, wants I thought to it was take Kill a Bill. shot at the, it's she's she's in the top I mean I don't have the full top ten here. She's in at least the top fifteen. Okay. The thing is, like, you know, like there's that scene and it's the crazy eighty eights. Of the crazy eighty eights, how many do you actually see her kill on screen? Maybe twenty. You know, like you know, That's like still it's not a like lot. She, yeah. yeah, it it is, but number one is the woman. Tim, I think you know who it is. I I'm not certain, but I was thinking Mila Javovich in those uh, uh, what Resident is it? The, Evil? Oh, Resident Evil. The Resident Evil movies. Because uh, even though I've only seen one of them, but she kills a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, but zombies count as kills on screen. They're already dead. Yeah, they're already. Yeah, that's true. They're already dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, whether they're dead or not, Tim is absolutely correct. Yeah. She is number one. That's cool. It wasn't for a point, so I'm not going to argue. <laughs> And number three, I never would have guessed this in a million years, is Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> For what? Uh, yeah. What? Probably all of the sh- you know, straight to, to DVD yes, schlock and Universal Soldier and I hey, guess now, Expendable. Let's watch it now. Tread, tread lightly. Well, <laughs> Rocky, it, what it is is Rocky Four has been shown so many times. <laughs> that That's they awesome. count each screening of Rocky Four. Each Apollo death. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's Apollo Creed 75 times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is one question left. Chris, you get a shot at this. Going back to the Bruce Springsteen jumping the fence to meet Elvis. Yes. That happened the very same week that he was the first musician to ever appear on two magazines in the same week. For two points, what were the two magazines? Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, Fuck, if I had that, and 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 time. <laughs> time is correct. Matt, no, you, you can steal a point if you can name the other magazine that Bruce Springsteen was on the cover of that week when he jumped the gate at Graceland. Was it me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear my name. Um, shit. Um. I'll say spin. Spin is incorrect. I don't know. Tim, you can steal this point. Besides time, what other magazine was Bruce Springsteen on the cover of in that week? Highlights. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. It was big ass. Uh, I'll just say Newsweek. Newsweek is correct. What? And that's a steal for Tim. He's the first musician to be on the cover of Time and Newsweek, and he did it in the same week. Wow. That very week. All right, so that's the end of the first round, and the scores are like this. Tim is in first with six. What? Followed by Chris with five. Yes. What? Followed by Matt with two. What? (laughs) Why do I even bother? Matt, why are you even on this episode? I don't know. I didn't even want to be. I was like, I I I tried to say, I can't make it at nine. And you're like, okay, 930. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Go watch John Wick. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for our music round. Oh, this is something new. Go ahead. 
Go on, please. And Go on. In, in this round, all you must do is name the artist. I'm trying to think who's that was, Chris. It was your formerly known as Prince. Yeah. So, Matt, you Miss are going uncle. first in this round. I'm going to play a song, and uh, you must just name the artist. Are you ready? Nope. But let's get it over with. Okay. <laughs> let's get it over Oh, let's get it over with. What do you think, Matt? Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those commercials. Actually, I actually know this, and I think it's because, and this is funny because I just I just did a flashback post on Facebook to our old AMC movie tunes CDs, and I think this is on it. It's Balter Baltimore or Rama Baltimore, I think, because that sounds wrong. Whatever you said is close enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baltimore. More, yeah. That's what I was saying. I wanted to say Rama, but I was like, it's not that. It's the one that sounds wrong. And I couldn't get it out, I guess. Well done, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, well, Movie Tunes, I, for annoying the fuck out of me for eight years or however long it was. So if I rhyme it with the band, I'm, I, I win a point? Do oh, it. he was close enough. <laughs> that's a pretty deep dive 80s hit. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm impressed, Matt. Well done. That was good. Well, now right, I feel means guilty because Chris questioned my answer. Well, <laughs> I don't really. Chris's problem. Oh. <laughs> I feel better now. Tim, it's your turn. Good. Tim, who is that? That is off the tango in the night. That's Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I like when Tim adds the album just to like rub it, just in. to drive that knife in a little deeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it's your turn. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. It sounds like you might know it already. It is N K O T B. <laughs> is that how the cool people say it? I don't know. <laughs> that just t- tells you I'm a fan <laughs> of Donnie. <laughs> That's great. Well, that is correct. New Kids on the Block is correct. Back to Matt. All right. Don't, 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 don't. I've been a bad, bad girl. 
Who is that bad, bad girl, Matt? I don't know, but she's been careless with a delicate man. And <laughs> it's one of two people. It's either Fiona Apple or Alanis Morissette. I think, I want to say Alanis Morissette, which makes me think it's Fiona Apple. I'm going to say Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple is correct. Nothing like having no faith in yourself to win some points. <laughs> I like how you went with the thing that you didn't think it was. That's what gives it usually fucks me over. If I think I know the answer and I have two choices, so I'm going to do, I'm pulling the Costanza card tonight. <laughs> that song always pissed me off. Oh boy. Because was it about you? here she is. She's whining. Huh. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was about me. She here she is. She's all she's all upset about all the sex she's having as a young lady. And here I am. I'm like 19. I'm like, I can't get laid to save my life. <laughs> and she's all she's all upset about it because she's getting laid every nine minutes. And here I am. Not. Laying his hand every nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. Even my hand saying, you know what? Not today. <laughs> I'm tired. I have a headache. I've, uh, got, a, I've got a headache. I got a cuticle <laughs> or a hangnail. I got a hangnail. Yeah. I, I have a splinter. <laughs> All right. That means it is Tim's turn. And here you go, Tim. artists is it the original or the cover song tim is right i feel like in the 90s everybody sang that song yep but who I, was, I, was that? I, I, I had to. I, I had to wait because I did wait. Who was who was singing? Was it was it uh, Sixpence on the Richard? But no, it was the Laws. Ooh, the Laws is correct. Good Christ! You know the trend I hear <laughs> in music right now. I cannot stand is when someone takes an upbeat, happy song and sings it like they are dying and lost half of their blood and are bleeding out on a cold floor. That's how Lana Del Rey made her millions. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that that song from that movie with Rachel Lee Cook coming down the steps? That was in a bunch of movies. That was in She's okay. All That. That's, That's it. She's one. All That. And that was in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh God, That's a deep good. That, that was like the that was like the all star of the earlier nineties <laughs> yeah. from yeah. from ninety one yeah. to ninety four. It was all over the place, and then six months on the richer. Extended it by another two years. But I love that All yeah. Star is timeless for a joke. What is it? Was it Progressive that had the Super Bowl commercial with their own halftime show with, um, mm-hmm. with uh, with whoever the hell they were singing All Star? Yeah, Smash yeah. Mouth. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. There, I think that that uh, there she goes was in the Parent Trap Lindsay Lohan as well. <laughs> that was in three movies within like a year. Let's see what movies was was it called? There she goes. Yeah. Was there she goes in. Chris is right. It's in, I think it's in She's Coming All Down that. the Steps. Coming Down the Steps. Yeah, something like that. I remember that. I love that yeah. movie. I love Richard Lee Cook. Lee Cook. Oh, man. Yeah, I love this. Freddie Prince. Yeah, so do I. Freddie Prince, yeah. What is it, Freddie? You guys met Freddie Prince, didn't you? Nope. I didn't meet him. We. I did, I saw him from a distance. Didn't meet him, though. 
You saw him and his wife, uh, Buffy, Sarah Michelle. Right. It appeared in several film soundtracks, including The Parent Trap, Fever Pitch, oh. Girl Interrupted, Cold Case, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, Snow Day, <laughs> and So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Yeah. It, it also like, opens the pilot of the episode Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I wonder if, if who has more movies has been in that song or the new Radical song, You Get What You Give. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You're right. I'm going to kick your asses. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Chris, it's your turn. All righty. Are you ready? I'm ready. Many days fell away with nothing to show And the walls kept tumbling down in the city that we love What do you think, Chris? <laughs> the way you just asked me that, you know I don't know this But, <laughs> true factor, this is from the band that just kicked out the policeman, Village People you, you're saying village people? That's your final answer? Final answer. No. Damn it! Not the village people, but Matt gets a chance now. I'm not going to bother. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounded like Coldplay. Final answer? Final answer, Coldplay. That's a goose egg on all three. That is Bastille. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Tim! Tim, just just go, just leave us. You don't know anything about music. <laughs> just, just just leave us now. <laughs> so just disappointed at you right now, Tim. So disappointed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, Matt. Yes, that's me. Back to you. Okay. Ow. After school. We think, Matt. I have no idea. I thought it was a car at first and I was all set, and then this shit comes on. This shit. <laughs> I don't know. Danny's right, dad hasn't got a clue. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, the one guy passed away just like two months ago from COVID. Uh, Chris Chris Collingswood. And uh, the singer is from Percocy. That is Founds of Wayne. Hmm. Founds of Wayne. That. Gradu- he graduated from um, uh, school. What's the high school on Percocy? Penridge. Penridge. Penridge yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. That means it's Tim's turn. We only have a couple left. Here you go, Tim. Good. Yeah. 
Jamaica, now I got myself together, yeah, now I made it through the weather, better days are gonna get better, I'm so sorry that it didn't work out, I'm moving on, I'm so sorry, but it's over now, the pain is gone, I'm putting on my face, I cover up my eyes, I'm jumping in my ride, I'm heading out tonight, I'm solo, I'm riding solo, is he singing i'm not i'm not in solo that would be harrison ford (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea i've never heard this song never heard this song all right i thought you guys would know this because of the star wars connection it sounds like Chris, do you know what the the song is i don't i have no idea but i know it's like mahana solo and i heard the song and this is a true fact this was he went solo after you left the village, people, this is the Indian. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Matt, do you have a guess? Well, if you said it's a Star Wars connection, it's whatever the hell Danny, or yeah, is it Dan, not Danny Glover? Jesus Christ, I do that every time I talk about this guy. It's whatever his singing stage name is. Like, I don't, ah, it's going to piss me off so bad when you say what it is because I can't remember. Well, it's Jason Derulo. Oh, well, then fuck it. I was thinking Donald was, Glover, right? Yes, Donald Glover. Yes. Cats. Yeah, the yeah, Childish he was Gambino. Childish Gambino, that's, that's it, yes. I don't know what video game it what? is. It's one of those Where's games the Star that you guys Wars have. Connection? There's some, there, there's some hidden stage on one of these Star Wars games where you can play, maybe it's one of those dancing games, where you can play as Han Solo dancing to that song oh. in the carbon freezing chamber, and they changed the words to... I'm solo. I'm Han Solo. Yeah. I'm Han Solo. Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed okay. that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, it's your turn, and we're almost done with the music round. I know you guys are excited. Please tell me it's village people. Go. <laughs> That's all you know is the village people. David Sigidin. Yeah, and him. David Sigidin. <laughs> Nervous night. Here you go. What do you think, Chris? I have no idea. Thompson Twins. No idea. (laughs) (laughs) But you always have good guesses. (laughs) Matt, do you know who that was? I think I actually know this. I believe it's Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots is correct. One thing I thought occurred to me was real and was for sale. His last performance. That's my impression of it. <laughs> it's it's not it's not too far off. I saw him <laughs> a few months before he died. It's not too far off. His the, when I saw him, it was bad. It was it was I was he he came out at that show. It was he played a small place in in Nashville, fit about four hundred people. He came out okay. The first time was okay because he played a rocking song. Played a whole bunch of songs in between that you could tell he just wasn't yeah. feeling it. And then at the end, he did. Uh, Gene Genie. And that was when you saw 
Scott Weiland of old sort of all of a sudden appear on the stage. I'm like, holy shit. Like, look at him go. It's like it, he came out hot. It was cold for 90 minutes and then ended on a, on a high note. It was really bizarre. He came out and go, Keystone. All right. Well, it, the damage wasn't too bad for you guys. I know that, <laughs> yeah. that Tim, Tim does, you know, rack up a lot of points in the music round. But after two rounds, Tim has nine, Chris has six, and Matt has five. So, uh, oh, shit. You guys are all within striking distance. And that was Chris's song. So, Matt, you will go first in round three. <laughs> okay. The category is landmarks. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, I've, seen, <laughs> I've been to a few. <laughs> what tourist attraction located in Margate, New Jersey, is partnering with Airbnb to begin welcoming overnight guests to spend the night inside the historic landmark when things get back to normal? <laughs> Matt, you grew up around here. I what did. is in Margate, New Jersey? Uh, where is Margate, New Jersey? Let's start there. New Jersey. It's down the shore. I don't. It's like um, right next to Ocean City and Wildwood. Uh, maybe that haunted house that you sent me video of that was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> what was Brigantine it? Brigantine Castle? Yeah, no, no, not that one. The one with the little cart that just went around in an oval. With your doors. <laughs> yeah. That is I, incorrect. Yeah, I have no idea. Tim, what tourist attraction in Margate, New Jersey is partnering with Airbnb to start welcoming guests to spend the night inside the historic landmark? I don't know its official name, but it's the big elephant. I'm going to take that as an answer. It is Lucy the elephant. Mm. I want to say never Lucy heard of it, but I'm sure I must elephant. have heard of it. Yeah, it's a giant. It's a giant elephant. Lucy the elephant with diamonds. <laughs> Stay inside, Lucy the <laughs> elephant. <laughs> Falling through his anus. <laughs> Tim, your category is music. Oh, come on. So sometimes song lyrics can be so profound that they make you sit up and wonder what life is all about. Song lyrics like this. Your groove, I do deeply dig. No walls, only the bridge. My supper dish, my succotash wish. Name the artist that performed that song. In excess. Final answer. In excess. In excess is incorrect. Chris, do you need oh. me to read it again? If you don't mind, please. Your groove, I do deeply dig. No walls, only the bridge. My supper dish, my succotash wish. Jeez, Name the artist. Kenneth Clarkson! <laughs> That is incorrect, Matt. You can steal this. You need it again? Yes. Your groove, I do deeply dig. No walls. I do deeply dig. Something like that. Only the bridge. No walls on the bridge. My supper dish. My My succotash wish. wish. Groove is in the heart. This song was done by Leo. Groove is in the heart. It's a cover of the light. (laughs) (laughs) That was your best answer ever. Leo saves me again. <laughs> Delight is correct. Yeah. It was in the heart. Well done, Matt. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. God. Lady Miss yeah. Keir back in the day. She was hot. She still is. She is, yeah. 
Watch out. She's yeah, she's like four foot eleven and she is just like I was trying to do a Bootsy Collins impression. My voice is too late from talking for an hour now. Dig. All right. Chris, it is your turn. The category is show business. Alrighty. Better get this one, because if you don't, Matt's right behind you with this one. Which of the following characters was not voiced by legendary puppeteer Frank Oz? Was it Grover from Sesame Street, the great Gonzo from The Muppet Show, or Yoda from Star Wars? God damn it. It is Gonzo. Final answer. (laughs) Did you say Gonzo? Gonzo. No, Gonzo. Well, he did Fozzie. He did Miss Piggy. He did Animal, but he did not do Gonzo, and that's a right answer. Bonus point, who did? You can say it. I ain't giving you shit. I ain't saying shit then. Fuck you. I'm keeping it to myself. (laughs) I'm keeping my knowledge in my own dome. All right. Well done, Chris. Thank you. Matt would have certainly stolen that. He would have. But Matt, it is your turn. TV. What television show featured the first interracial kiss on American TV? Was it all in the family? Star Trek. Or Hawaii Five O. See, I want to say Star Trek because Shatner claims that's true, but that seems like one of those things where, just like it's got kind of gotten away. Like he said it, but it's not actually the fact. Like, like oh man, but I don't. I don't know Hawaii Five O. I guess could be. I when you said all in the family, I'm thinking, ooh, that might be the actual answer. And despite what Shatner says, but since I think that's the answer, I'm going to say Star Trek because I'm going against what I think is right. When James T. Kirk planted one on O'Hara, it made Star Trek the first interracial yes, kiss. Yes, my shitty self-esteem. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up when I was writing this because I thought it was the first interracial kiss on TV. There was an interracial kiss on some British soap opera like 10 years before this. Oh. So that's why I had to put American TV. Gotcha. Maybe well, that's also, when it, where the story gets lost in my head. When it comes to interracial, like, does it, like, on American TV, like, if, let's say, uh, Jack Lord kissed a Hawaiian woman. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because it's interracial. Yeah, techni- technically, that's interracial. Yep. There, that's that's Pacific Islander. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if if their definition of interracial is. White man with African American woman. Now, where does the um, on the family one fall in the Sammy Davis Jr. Archie Bunker kiss? <laughs> yeah, <it's> on <Archie> <laughs> yeah. the family in Hawaii Five O were just stuff I made oh, okay. up. I mean, I thought was, maybe like there's there's a list of historic first interracial kisses that you maybe found. No, I just there's, there's a I list just, for everything except hot and cold running porn. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just really good at picking. Wrong answers oh. for people to. I am too, but that. then then you pick the one that you thought was, or you pick you settle on one that's right, and then pick the other, and you get points. I just learned that tonight. <laughs> Matt has a new strategy. I do go against himself. Yep. Tim, your category is movies. Movies. In a 2010 action comedy, the bassist of the band Sex Bomb must fight the seven evil exes of his new girlfriend in order to win her heart. Name the title character of the movie. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. I, I, I know everything about this movie, but the title. Uh. 
Oh my god. Chris is salivating. Uh, uh, um, um, <laughs> can you hear me? Can you uh, hear uh, 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 Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is correct. Hey. <laughs> he I, kept, was... I kept saying, I kept saying like Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack me offer. Jack, Jack, <laughs> yeah. Jack Reacher. <laughs> and then it was like versus the universe. <laughs> you got it, Tim. Chris, lucky you. Your category is sports. <laughs> yes, Joe Namath, Joe Frazier, and Mike Tyson. My answers. Pick All two athletes. Settle well on done. one and say the yeah. other. <laughs> Joe Jackson. <laughs> so. I caught the documentary, The Last Dance, about the Chicago Bulls over the break, and I learned this about Michael Jordan. As a really part, as good as everyone's saying, because everyone's saying that is the best thing to watch right now. It's fantastic, but if you hate basketball, you'll hate every second of it. How about that? <laughs> you learn that he'll eat a pizza no matter how spoiled it is. <laughs> <laughs> as a part of the 1992 Olympic Dream Team, Michael Jordan draped an American flag over his shoulder for the gold medal ceremony. Why did he do this? Was he A, showing his national pride, B, covering the Reebok symbol on his uniform, or C, hiding a bloodstain left by Magic Johnson? It's, it's not that. That's just wrong. You don't do that. I'm saying it's B because I think he was a Nike guy rather than a Puma. Whatever or he was Reebok, doing. for that matter. <laughs> a Puma. <laughs> I'm saying British, no, British Knights. Um, or BK kids, whatever it were. <laughs> I had a pair of British Knights, man. <laughs> Tim, that was good. <laughs> well, Chris, you happen to be correct. Well done. Hey. As a Nike employee, oh. there was no way he could brazen a Reebok symbol, so he was being made to do it, and he fixed it by throwing a flag over his oh, shoulder. Way to honor your country by making sure you get every last cent due to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know sports. You do. Matt, back to you. Music. Right. Mm. Go ahead, Tim. This song. <laughs> you're already passing me, Tim. <laughs> this song by the Norwegian comedy duo Elvis was the top trending video <laughs> is on not a YouTube thing. in 2013. There's only one Norwegian singer. It's Leo Malcarelli. I think it's funny that you got the Norwegian yeah. music one. This song by the Norwegian comedy duo Elvis was the top trending video on YouTube in 2013 and reached number six on the Billboard charts for three weeks. <laughs> no idea. Name the song. I don't know. Uh, you've got your fermented fish in my Guggenschlagen. I don't know. I wish it was that, but it's not. <laughs> Tim, what is your answer for that? Do you need to hear it again, or are you good? No, you've got your Gukenschlagen on my fermented fish. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an answer? I do not. I have no idea. All right, moving on to Chris. What this was is, the name of that song? This was a spoof of Put Your Hand on My Shoulder. It was called Put Your Dick on My Shoulder. Final answer. Close again, but it was <laughs> What Does the Fox Say? Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? Leo did a cover of that song. What does the fox say? What the fox say? And I'm not even kidding. That is true. Yeah, that's great. 
He was paying tribute to his own, f- fellow yes. Norwegians. Yep. <laughs> I like Yellows. They're funny. Mm-hmm. I have that album. They do a song called Stonehenge, which is really funny. I bought the Mr. Methane CD, so I have no room to talk. <laughs> okay. Moving on to Tim. Tim, your category is beer. Beer. Does it feel like we skipped a track and everyone's getting the wrong shit this episode? Or is it just me? (laughs) (laughs) This might get to you, Matt. Someone bumped the jukebox. Get it back on track. Fonzie, where are you? (laughs) According to Beer Advocate, what percent alcohol must an IPA be to be considered a double IPA? Two. I've no idea. Two. Two. Two is incorrect. Chris, you get a shot at this. According to Beer Advocate, what percent alcohol must an IPA register to be considered a double IPA? This is like card sharks, higher or lower. I'm going to say higher. I'm going to pick lucky number seven. Seven is correct. Wow, I was going to guess eight. I know beer. I am more than Matt. I'm the beer king. I didn't even get asked the question. How the fuck do you know more than me? <laughs> Make it so bad. I was surprised by that answer. I thought it was kind of low, but well, according yeah, to the I mean, this is they probably wrote this shit out before people went nuts with these doubles and triples and quads and all yeah. that shit. Now, what's a quad? Yeah. Is they is that does that exist? A Belgian quad, yeah. quadruple. Yep, yep. Oof. Like I feel like seven percent is not that high. It's not and, anymore. In yeah, fact, like, that's like, like that feels like it's an average beer at this point. Absolutely. I was shocked when I saw this. I would have guessed. I probably would have guessed like eight or nine at least. But it's seven and Chris is right. That's right. And no sports and beer. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, it's your turn. Ooh, music. Movies. Oh, yeah. Now, if this gets to Tim, he's certainly going to know this because Tim told me right before we started. I'm not even going to bother letting Matt try because we know he ain't going to get it. This is this is special for Tim because he. So you're writing questions for Tim, is what you're saying. You just admitted no. to on recording. I wrote this to four qu- weeks to ago. Quote, quote, the quote, Chris, play back the tape. <laughs> yeah, play back the tape. Tim play is the back. only one that I know that has been back to a movie theater, and the movie that he saw happens to be the question that I'm asking about uh-huh. in the movie Mean Girls. Yeah. Why is it 16-year-old Katie Heron, played by Lindsay Lohan, why is it her first day ever in public school? Because she moves from Africa. Final answer. Fuck you, Tim. Matt, you have no chance. That's fine. As long <laughs> as Tim doesn't. I'll throw my body in a line of fire. <laughs> Any combination of her being homeschooled by her parents as missionaries in Africa would have got you the point. So well done, Chris. I've Question is, Tim, did you back in did Africa. you fall asleep during that part or no? No, 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 no. You I, I, fell asleep? I no, I, Tim falls asleep a lot during movies, but I was just wondering if he fell asleep during that part. I I nodded off for probably ten minutes in that movie when <laughs> when the when it you know when the plot was just sort of like got to a point where they had to move the story along. So I was kind of like, I was like, oh. Okay. It's well, it's it's those it's those damn there seats, seats. recliners. So it's, it's been a while since your ass has seen one, so you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Could you buy popcorn and stuff? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. There's a like this artistic theater. It's not artistic. They play the movies that don't get to general places. It's usually where we used to see the Christopher Guest movies before they'd go to Netflix. Um, mm. And but now they just they just posted that they've removed all their seats and they put in these pleather like reclining love seats and recliners like so that they can wipe them down and they could spread them apart. I'm like, there's not a chance in hell of me staying awake in a movie in there ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matthew bring his pillow and blanket. Yep. Uh huh. Put a lazy boy in there. I, I actually I've started to uh, take like five hour energy drinks before I go to the <laughs> movies to combat that a little bit. But even that sometimes I'm just so comfortable. It's like, oh, every time a new Star Wars movie comes out, I need a five hour energy drink to get through the fucking trailers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, this is the last question of the round and it is yours. All right. And you have a shot to catch up here a little because it is a multiple point answer oh. question. Yeah. Okay. The category is music. Oh. <laughs> Better get this, man. Some musicians are so popular that their fan groups have their own name. I've done questions like this before. My favorite still being the Fanalos, Barry Manilow's fan group. <laughs> Never heard That's that one. an example for you. <laughs> for one point each, name the musician or band for each fan group. Are okay. you ready? Yes. The Blockheads. Oh, Christ. I don't know. The Wait, hold on. The Blockheads. Guar. That's wrong. Is that your answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. I'll give you the other two, right. and the other guys will get a chance. The Claymates. Oh, God. Really? Clay Atkins? Clay Atkins? Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, come on. Give me a break. I'm a 48-year-old man. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the singing dietitian. <laughs> Chris. Chris is dying. And Clay Aiken is correct. Well done, Matt. And one more. <laughs> well done. That's cute. The Waniacs. The Waniacs. Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton or Lil Wayne, I would have accepted. And that's two points for Matt. Well done. Uh, Fig Newton. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Juice Newton. That's what I should have said. <laughs> Juice uh. Queen, of, Queen of Hearts. <laughs> so, Tim, you can steal a point if you do know the Blockheads. New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block is correct. Oh, my God. I wish I'd known that now. Damn it. That's pretty good. So that is the end of round three. The scores are like this. Tim is still in lead with 12. Jeez. But Chris is right behind him with 11. It would have been tied if he had not gotten the New Kids on the Block. And Matt right behind with nine. (laughs) This is close, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, no. Lightning round next. It is now time for your fourth and final round, which is the lightning round. Your category is fictional modes of transportation. Fictional <laughs> characters. Oh, wow. So I am going to give you the name of a specific ship or car or anything that's in a movie or TV show and you must name the movie or TV show. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm ready for this. Let's see who was first that time. Who are we starting with? I was the last one with the three guesses, but I got one wrong. That's right. So that means we're starting back at the beginning with Tim. Tim, are you ready? You're going to get the, the, the ship or the whatever the mode of transportation is. If I feel like you're struggling and don't have a clue, I'm moving on to the next fellow. Okay. <laughs> He's moving on. <laughs> Tim, 
Here we go. The Mirthmobile. No idea. Chris, the Mirthmobile. No idea. Matt, the Mirthmobile. Mork and Mindy. That's Wayne's World. Shit. Tim, the Nostromo. Chris, no the Nostromo. Alien? That is correct. Matt, Oceanic Flight 815. Lost. That is correct. Tim, Artex. No idea. Chris, Artex. No idea. Fifth element, no idea. Matt, Artex. No idea. The Neverending Story. <laughs> That's his okay. horse. Tim, the Bantu Wind. No idea. Chris, the Bantu Wind. Fuck, isn't that Star Wars or something? Matt, the Bantu Wind. What is that? No idea. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, what is you that, the asshole. Blimp? I hate my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> That's Captain Katanga's cool. ship in Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark. Tim, the Jenny. Uh, Forrest Gump. Correct. Chris, the Inferno. No idea. Matt, the Inferno. I don't know. Disco uh, staying alive. Tim, the Inferno. No idea. That's the Goonies. Oh, fuck that movie. Chris, the Flying Dutchman. Uh, Pirates of Caribbean. Correct. Tony Park. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, the Family Truckster. Oh, uh, vacation. Europe uh, National Cor Lampoon's vacation. Correct. Tim, a light cycle. Tron. Correct. Chris, a phone booth. Uh, Bill and Ted. Correct. Matt, the TARDIS. Doctor Who. Correct. Tim, the Nimbus 2000. Harry Potter and all those movies. <laughs> That's correct. Chris, Ecto-1. Uh, Goosebusters. Correct. Matt, the General Lee. Duke's Hazard. Correct. Uh, Tim, Los Angeles public bus number 2525. <laughs> Speed! It can only be one. Give me what I need! <laughs> that is correct. Cons. Chris, the Nautilus. Don't know. Matt, the Nautilus. 20,000 leagues under the sea? That is correct. What? Tim, the Orca. Chris, I have no idea. The Orca. That's right. Fuck you, you fucker, Jaws. <laughs> He has to insult before he answers. It needs to be bigger. <laughs> Matt, the Milano. Oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That is correct. Uh, Tim, the Mystery Machine. Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? People? Correct. Chris, the SS Minnow. Gilman's Island. That is correct. That was the last oh. one. I sat here for Ecto-1. With a blank face and like, oh my god, I know, I heard of this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you guys are not going to believe this. Three-way tie. The scores are this. No. Tim has 5, 10, 15, 17. I don't believe it. Chris has 5, 10, 15, 17. And Matt has 5, 10, 15, 17. Get the fuck out of here. How did I get? Oh how did I come from behind like that? That'll believe We have it. a three-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go. Oh my god! To a tiebreaker, we'll go back to that first interracial kiss. Oh boy! Between James C. Kirk 
and Lieutenant Uhura. In what year did that interracial kiss occur? Closest to the year is going to be our big winner in the tightest race that we've ever had in this show. Mm. I can hear Chris sweating. It's, 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 I know it, but I don't. Fucking, fucking Indiana Jones. I fucked up that one. <laughs> yeah, and I know it. I knew it was like something big. Star Wars. It sounded, I was kind of right because it's Harrison Ford. So <laughs> you'd think you were on a Indiana Jones podcast. I was going to say, if only it had done an episode about that ship's captain. Oh, wait. <laughs> I knew I knew it, but I didn't know when I sat here and I shit my pants. I didn't know. <laughs> Chris, did you shit your pants during this game? Twice. <laughs> when was the first and second time? It was in the and then it was Ecto. <laughs> it was an any and an Ecto. <laughs> All right. All right. I got mine. I, I think I know this. Okay. I'm going to insist on answers. Okay. Uh, we'll go in the order that you guys have been in. This is, uh, this is uh, as thick as it can be. Tim, what's your answer? 1967. Chris, what's your answer? Now, I kind of know this because my brother's a huge Star Trek fan. He was born in 69, but this was all before he was born. I'm saying one year older, one year than Tim, 68, 1968. Matt, what's your answer? That's the year I wrote, too, was 68. Also 1968? Yes. The answer Uh-oh. is 1960. Three, what? Which makes Tim our winner. Uh, Nineteen sixty-three. It wasn't on in sixty-three. Yeah, wait a minute here. I don't, I don't even need to look this up to know that part. I think it was late sixties with Star Trek. I don't think it was on the early sixties. No, it's sixty. Yeah, it wasn't on. Oh in no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> ah! What I thought, because I'm sitting in the dark and I don't have my glasses on. The the thing I thought was a three is an eight, oh. <laughs> which ah. means that Chris and Matt are still tied. Uh, oh, my God. <sighs> Man, did we just get something wrong? I did the whole game until the last round. So, Tim, you're out. Wait, Thanks well, for playing. That, that's kind of good. You get a home <laughs> version of the of the game. But I'm playing this at home. Wait. But I'm playing this at home. Every version of this game is the home version. Oh, fuck. All right. What's the tiebreaker on this one? I'm going back to my bread and butter. Sports. You guys can both suck it. Uh-oh. Sports. Sports. Uh. Oh, my God. How many stitches are on a regulation Major League Baseball? Oh, boy. This is good trivia. It is. And I've heard this before, but I'll be damned if I know what the answer is. So I am going to write down... A nice probably knows. number with that, I think, is at least within 20 either direction. Okay. I've heard the number, in. but I don't know what it is. How I'm many good. stitches on a major league baseball? Chris How many and stitches Matt for stitches the get? win. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, who's going first, me or Matt? Go ahead, Chris. What's your number? I'm going with an even number, even 100. Okay. All right. Matt, We're going to have a winner because I picked 50. So I don't know which one of us are, is closer. One of you is definitely closer. Unless it's 75, and then it's- we're fucked again. <laughs> it is not 75. <laughs> On a Major League Baseball, there are 108 nice. stitches. Good job, Chris. Oh! 
which makes Chris our winner. Well done. I know baseball. <laughs> I just know 100 because it's, you know, it's an even high number. <laughs> that was that was nail biting. Uh-huh. What a game. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> we done? Can I hang up? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed listening and playing along with the guys. Uh, on another edition of A Proper Education. Please go to neozaz.com and find other episodes. If this is the first one you found, we've done several others in addition to all the other great shows that we offer at neozaz.com. And uh, thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll be doing this again, hopefully, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's see how wide we can make that gap between me and these two guys. (laughs) No, Matt, Matt, you, you caught up. You should be proud. No, I, I was actually surprised when he said I, I'd gotten 17. I, I I think Dave couldn't read his own writing again, to be honest, but that's fine. A three-way tie. That was that was cool. It was a menage a trois mm. that delighted all of us. So thank you. <laughs> all four of us. How fucked up was that one? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you on the next episode of A Proper Education. 